Today's match is in the books, and now it's time to break it down. Welcome to Cougar Postmatch Live. Postmatch coverage of BYU women's soccer is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Sagicor Life Insurance Company, wise financial thinking for life. Smith's, low prices, market fresh at Smith's. Wilner and O'Reilly, immigration solutions in Utah and abroad at wilneroreilly.com. And by Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Now, let's get you back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. And let us pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Radio on 107.9 FM, KUNT Randolph, KBYU FM HD2 Provo. You're listening to BYU Women's Soccer on BYU Radio. Welcome back pitch side here at Southfield in Provo, Utah. Greg Rubel and Avery Walker with you as BYU is dominant on the way to a 4-0 win over San Francisco. Let's take a look now at our second half stats, our halftime, or rather our postgame stats brought to you by Smith's. Low prices, market fresh at Smith's. And BYU once again just throwing all kinds of shots out there. 30-7, the shots advantage for BYU tonight. 13-4, the shots on goal edge in favor of the Cougars. Molly Eby was forced into nine saves. Sabrina Davis made four saves. There were eight fouls and only eight fouls on the night. Five against San Francisco, three against, or rather five against, yes, and three against BYU. There were six corners, four by USF, two by BYU, and three offsides flags on the night, two against USF and one against BYU. Some individual numbers of note, as we'll be visiting shortly with Olivia Wade. Of BYU's 30 shots, here's how they were divided tonight. Five shots for Elise Flake, including two shots and two goal, two shots on goal and two goals for Elise. Four shots for McKaylee Moore, including two shots on goal and a goal. Four shots for Lizzie Braby, including a shot on goal. She had an assist as well. Cameron Tucker with two shots. One was on frame, and that shot on goal was a goal. And uh, Josie Bush got a shot on goal. Other shots on goal taken by Bella Foligno. She had one of three total. Maddie Gates, one on goal of three total. Josie Gwynn, two shots on goal of three total. Michaela Coulihan, one shot on goal of three total. Those are your main numbers of note. We were 1-0 at halftime. McKaylee Moore scored in half number one in the 45th minute, just 10 seconds before halftime. So Moore helped BYU take a 1-0 lead to the locker room. Then in the second half, things stayed 1-0 until the 63rd minute when Elise Flake got in the act. Skipped a pass, pass, pass gates, but to Flake. Flake takes a defender 1v1, gets into the area. Elise Flake all the way to the top of the six and scores! Right-footed past the keeper, and that's two, and that's Elise Flake with goal number 11 on the year. Massive goal for BYU in the 63rd. Oh, Elise Flake. Elise Flake makes it to 2-0 in the 63rd, and she was not done. Less than a minute later, it's Elise again. Dribbling Marlowe into the 18 with it. Left-footed far post, headed, and again, Elise Flake! It's a knockdown goal from Elise, and 3-0 on the 64th. Flake finishing on the header, and the Cougars increase the lead. We stayed that way until the 86th minute, late in this one. BYU put the finishing touches courtesy of Cam Tucker. Tucker with some space into the area left side. Cam crossing it to her right. Cam makes it 4-0. Right-footed rocket. Left post, and it's BYU 4, USF 0. Cam Tucker, fine individual effort to get it into the 18, teeing up her right foot and blasts it just inside the left post to make it 4-zip. 
And that's how things wrapped up. 4-0, BYU over USF. Welcome back. Pitch side, Greg Grubel and Avery Walker with you. Joined by Olivia Wade. Hey, Liv, how you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Very, very well. And very complete effort tonight uh, by the team. Uh, one of your better games because USF was playing so well coming in. They, they were undefeated in five straight coming in two tonight. Played an interesting style to deal with as well. How do you kind of break this one down for us? Um, you know, we, we've we practiced a lot against going against a 4-3-3. Obviously, um, San Francisco is a very good team, and so I think one of the big keys today was finding the spaces outside of the midfield. Our withdrawn forwards did a very well job of getting into that space, getting the ball, and getting up the field. So we just broke it down that way, and it worked. And so, yeah. And it really was a game where uh, – while you want to be aggressive, there was also some patience required, right? Because maybe not the same spaces you would normally explore were open to you tonight. Yeah, we talked in um, about in halftime. We talked about how we needed to just be patient because the more we would get up, you know, they just kept packing it in, packing it in. So we just had to be patient, knock the ball around, draw girls out, and then, you know, just do what we do. So, What's your role in that patient play when it comes to breaking down teams who tend to park the bus, as sometimes we call it, and pack it in? What's your role as a holding mid to help the team quickly break down you know, that packed in defense. I think my role um, specifically in this game is to help switch the side of the ball. You know, if we try to jam it up one side, we're not going to be able to get it through. And so being able to be that center point, getting the ball back and swinging it out the other side was just a big part of the game. So so it kind of feels like uh, you're already in a tournament. You're trying to yeah. get to the NCAAs, but the last couple of weeks, it's really kind of felt like tournament play because you're kind of in elimination mode right now, right? I mean, yeah. every game feels like you got to win it, of course, to stay in the chase and, and reach your goals. Yeah, so we still have, you know, Santa Clara this Saturday, which, you know, we have to win every single game from here on out in order to, you know, win a spot to the tournament. And so I think we're in a really good spot, you know, coming off of this win will be huge for us going into the game against Santa Clara. How much does this pressure to win uh, invigorate you and the team? Like, how much fun is it right now, even though there's a lot of pressure involved? You know, we always have so much fun, even though it is a lot of pressure. I think we do well under pressure. You know, we've proven that in some of the past games, you know, winning in, you know, overtime. And so I think we do well under pressure. And so I think we're more excited to, like, rise to the occasion. You've had two players score four goals in the last three games, McKaylee Moore and Elise Flake. They're both turned on right now. Oh, gosh, they're such studs. Honestly, they are unreal you know every time it's like a joke every time we get the ball we're just like all right where's McKaylee and where is Elise because we know you know get it those two and they're going to put it in the back of the net they're playing so well right now you mentioned you know the team having such great chemistry you know in and out of high high pressure situation and more relaxed situations as a freshman playing such a crucial role and being that that center point on the pitch how do you how do you work that as an underclassman being a leader in, in such an influential position? You know, my teammates are just so supportive. I Coming in day one, you know, they were just like, all right, you know, this is the role that we need you to play. And I think everybody just like, you know, like, Liv, we know you can do this, like just gave me so much support. And so I think that has just helped me so much in being able to be comfortable out there. Uh, I, I talked about how well USF was playing coming into tonight. How would you assess the challenge they gave you guys overall in terms of uh, the caliber of competition you've seen this year? Where, where does kind of USF uh, stand up? No, they were definitely a good team. I think, um, you know, they had they had a couple great girls. You know, they could, they could they had speed. You know, there was a couple forwards that could get in behind. And so this was definitely a great team. But I think we just overall had a really great game, so it made it a lot easier. So it's been a couple of weeks now since the Pepperdine loss that things were kind of inching toward the Santa Clara game, and yet for that to matter, you had to keep winning games. Well, you're now you're there. Yeah. Uh, Santa Clara is leading, by the way, one uh, nothing at San Diego at halftime tonight. If they take care of business, it turns out to be what will feel like a conference title match on Saturday. Uh, no better spot to be in, right? Oh, yeah, no, especially getting them here on Southfield. We have the best stadium in the whole world, 
best band, so it's awesome that we get to have them here. Now, you're nearing, the, it's not done yet. You've got games to yeah. play, but you're nearing the end of your freshman season, and it's going to be the last soccer you play for a little while. Have you given that any thought about being without soccer, or are you just still in such a focus mode, like, we'll get there when we get there? No, yeah, I'm definitely just like, I'll, I'll worry about that when we worry about that. We still got business to take care of, so I haven't even, you know, that's that's going to be something I focus on after the season. So right now I'm just full-blown. You know, my head is right here with the team, so... Well, it's been so fun watching you play. Again, nobody would ever know you're a freshman because <laughs> of how you play. We're going to miss you when you're gone. Yeah. But you'll miss just, just one season, right? Yep, just one season, and I'm back. You'll be, you'll be back and better than ever. Yes. Uh, well, again, more, more soccer to play. We're not there yet. Yep. But uh, have a great end of the season. Good luck on Saturday. I'll be with football, so I'll miss you guys on Saturday. All right. I'll Hope be you here. get three points. Uh, Ava will be, uh, <laughs> Ava will be co taking you home. Heck yes. So uh, good luck Saturday, and we'll see you soon. Thank you. All right, thank you. That's Olivia Wade. Jen Rockwood is coming up next. You're on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back to Cougar Post-Match Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For the final word on today's match, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Back pitch side here at Southfield. BYU finishes off San Francisco by a final score of 4-0 tonight. BYU improves to 11-4-1 overall, 6-1 in the West Coast Conference and still top of the table for the time being. Three points ahead of Santa Clara. The Broncos will uh, look to equalize and draw even with BYU by finishing off San Diego tonight. That game has 45 minutes to play down at Torero Stadium, and Santa Clara is up by a score 1-0 at halftime. Coach Jen Rockwood now joining us after career win number 373 on this night and a well-earned victory against a really good team, Jen. Congrats. Thanks. Yeah, we, we wanted to come out strong and confident, and uh, we sure did. I'm really, really, we were, our staff, we were so pleased with the way the girls came out, the energy when we were attacking. That's kind of what we worked on this week and got off to some slow starts in our last kind of three games on the road. We wanted to get off to a better start, and, and we did. It was fun to watch. You were attacking against a team that didn't want to leave you any room to get where you normally want to go? Yeah, they were they were low pressure and they were dropping all eleven you know all ten and all eleven of them behind yep. the ball and and uh, kind of took away some space and so um, but I thought we managed it pretty well. Um, no panic. No panic. Uh, didn't get frustrated. Uh, kept moving the ball around and uh, Kaylee comes up with a huge goal again for us with ten seconds left in the game. So it was it was phenomenal. In that first half and it wasn't again it, it wasn't as if you were frustrated. You simply felt like if you do what you need to do you'll find what you need to find and that's exactly what you got late in that first half and. Man, talk about a sense of the moment. Michaela Moore's had it lately, hasn't she? She sure has. And uh, I think every time now she steps on the field, uh, everyone's confident that she's going to find a way to put it in. And and she's on she's on the ground again. I think this is her third, maybe her fourth goal that's uh, kind of one of those sliding goals that uh, she reaches out. But uh, love what she's bringing to the team right now. You can see it in her account, like her confidence. It, you know, she feels trusted by the team. She mm -hmm. feels trusted by the staff. Mm -hmm. You know, as players become a little bit more successful at certain different peaks in the season how do you as a coach push that and encourage that in practice and in pregame yeah you can just see she's she's lighting up right she gets on the field and uh, she had such a great weekend for us last time that I think as soon as she got on the field today everyone felt like hey if anyone has a chance to score out there it's going to be Kaylee and sure enough 10 seconds left in the game we, I mean, in the half we haven't had I don't think any goals that late in the uh, in the half or in the game, and so, you know, that just let us take a little fresh breath of air. Uh, I think going into halftime, and we talked about some things, but they came out differently as well, and yeah. the girls had to adapt to that. Um, we were under pressure 
early on in a dangerous situation, and I thought the team reacted very well to it. It's such an interesting contrast from one half to the other on yeah. how you had to play and uh, and responded expertly both times. Yeah, we were actually prepared to do something different to respond to their low pressure and to try and find ways to get back in behind them, and then they came out yeah. and uh, put their forwards back up top and were in dangerous, and uh, they came into a 3-5-2 and, and had more in the midfield, but uh, the girls still found a lot of space, and then, you know, putting those uh, extra goals in for for a little comfort. That was fantastic as well. This is our post-match coach interview brought to you by Zions Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. So back-to-back games now. McKaylee Moore ends up with what turns out to be the game winner both Saturday at St. Mary's and here tonight against USF. And so she has scored four times in three games. Elise Flake has scored four times in three games. And not to take for granted at all what Elise is doing because that's 12 goals on the year now. And uh, 18 for her career. She climbs the top 20 for you. And still only as a junior, uh, she'll end up her career with some amazing numbers, I think. Uh, no question about it. Again, as Elise has already established herself as a go-to person, someone that we know is always dangerous. Every time she touches the ball, even in the first half, every time she was trying to turn and go to goal, you're, you're thinking she's going to score a goal. Um, and, and that's tough. The, the, uh, our opponents have to account for her. And, um, you know, they were trying to shut down Kayla as well. And the, and the girls are just battling really well right now. And, um, you know, we're just trying to take it a step closer to a championship. We've got two games left and certainly a big one on Saturday. But, again, all in our control. And if we come out and play hard again, I, I think, you know, we'll move one step closer. And, and, you know, every coach would love to have uh, his or her team playing this way at this time of year when it matters most because you're just in a real good groove right now. Yeah, absolutely. Energy's great. The girls are working great. And, you know, coming off the road three weekends in a row, you know, practices, we struggled a little bit, to be honest. And, uh, and, and they... But they were just so anxious to get back here, Southfield, in front of our fans. And you could tell right from the kickoff, the girls were ready to play. The I'm, I've overheard Steve Magleby a couple of times saying, like, hey, it's okay, we control our own destiny after, you know, a couple of slow starts or something. Mm-hmm. As a staff, how do you, you know, have your confidence in the girls, even though there might be some situations that are a mm-hmm. little bit sketchy, and then have that transcend through the girls? Yeah, I mean, uh, we were... We talk about it every day, obviously, and, and yesterday at practice we decided, you know what, let's just, you know, Brent did a, I asked him to put together a highlight of, of how well we attacked. You know, I think we felt we weren't kind of all in rhythm on the road the last weekend, but yet we scored eight goals. So, you know, we put together a, a nice little uh, seven, eight-minute highlight video of not just the eight goals we scored, but all the other dangerous opportunities and just reminded them how dangerous we are, what we need to do, focused on our attack and our shape and how we create space and put our players in situations uh, that are that are best for them and just try to stay positive and excited about the opportunity to play and they've responded very well. BYU improves to 6-0 and when leading at halftime. They took a 1-0 lead to the break on that late McKaylee Moore goal and now 10-1 and when scoring first and you can add to that 10-0-1 when scoring two plus goals and BYU doubled that with four. And let's not forget the fourth goal was scored by somebody who maybe would have expected herself to score a few more times this year, but Cam Tucker with a nice effort to get into the box late and then make it four zip. Right, and and you know Cam had a great weekend for us, and she's becoming more and more dangerous as she's getting used to playing that wing position a little bit more. It's a, it's a tricky position because it's a it's a new formation that we're using, and she's getting a lot more comfortable. She's just so dangerous off the dribble, and if we can find her the ball going forward, you know she's ready to take people on, and uh, that was a fantastic goal. Really proud of her and how she's battled through the season, and she's a huge part of our attack, and and we need her to be, you know, running on all cylinders. And when the game was still a game, I think it was. Still 
still only 1-0. Sabrina Davis makes a couple back-to-back saves to keep it 1-zip. She did. She did a great job. You know, uh, she didn't have to touch the ball too much, but those were huge. Those are those are difference makers. Um, those can change momentum uh, and for the team if she doesn't come up with those big saves. And then also, you know, Josie and Bing and, and Dan and um, – Alyssa. Alyssa, they had their hands full, and uh, we got a lot out from Liv. I know you talked to her earlier, and uh, she really stepped up her play tonight, and we needed her to because they have a dangerous attacking player there, and, and uh, I thought she did a great job. Okay, there was no peeking ahead, no peeking ahead, but now you're there, Santa Clara, yeah. Saturday. You know, Santa Clara, you know, it's always been a, a great game for us. They're, they're such a great team. They've had one of their best seasons than, in a long time. They're very dangerous. Watched one of their games last week. Watched them play against Gonzaga. You know, we're going to have our hands full. They're a great attacking team. Um, so it'll be two great attacking teams playing against each other. I'm just really glad we're at home. Um, and uh, we're, you know, if we, we come out like this, I, I think they're going to be in for a battle. Even if they don't win at BYU, they're likely to be a high seed in the NCAA tournament. But to get to the tournament, you know what you, you've got to do, and that's knock off Santa Clara. Yeah, it's a must-win situation for us to continue on with the season uh, for sure. Uh, Santa Clara's kind of done what they needed to do to already get there. I think they're sitting at a 5 RPI right now. Um, so it will be a challenge. Uh, you know, they'll probably go on either way, but... You know, this is what you play for. This is what you train for. This is uh, what you dream about is have an opportunity to play for a conference championship against a, a top 10 team. That doesn't happen too often, so we'll be ready for it. Well, when you lost to Pepperdine, it came down to basically five must-wins left, and mm-hmm. now you knocked off five, four, three. You're down to two must-wins left. You keep knocking yep. them off one by one That's here. what we talked about right after the game. Two more games left, and, and, and the most important one, as the one always in front of you is, uh, is in a day and a half, so let's bring it on. It'll have a match-of-the-year kind of feel, too. To it so much on the line, man. I wish I could be here for it. I'm gonna miss it. I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna be a few about a mile away on Saturday, but I'll be keeping track for sure. Uh, best of luck in, in pulling three points out of that and keeping the conference title pursuit alive. Such a great run you're on. So much fun to watch you guys play. And uh, I hope I get to call some more soccer this year. But if I don't, what a thrill mm-hmm. it's been to be with your team again throughout this season. Uh, such a great run and what a fun team to be around. And uh, thanks to you and the staff and all of your players for. Uh, making me feel so much at home with you guys. And again, I hope there's something more for me. But if there's not, mm-hmm. thank you for all uh, you and your staff and players have done uh, throughout the season. And hope this run just keeps on going. Thanks, Greg. We are so lucky to have you. Appreciate all you do for us and uh, all the recognition you bring in, in, in representing us. And there will be more games to come. That's, all right. that's the plan. Yeah. Ave- Fun to have you back, too. Yeah, and she'll, she'll be with you Saturday. Yeah, yeah so. she'll have you. All yeah, right, being so. back here has been amazing because last year yeah. was a little bit rough, as we have <laughs> said a few times in our broadcast. Yes. And so being back here and watching this team play so well, and just I feel like they've just like turned a page, new chapter, new book. Yep. It's been really entertaining. Awesome. awesome. Okay, Avery and Jason Shepard for Santa Clara and BYU on Saturday. But that will do it uh, for tonight. Our thanks to Jen Rockwood and Olivia Wade for joining us post-game. And thanks to all of you for tuning in wherever you were or are this evening on the app, online, satellite, AM, FM. So many ways to tune in to BYU women's soccer. And what a good game they gave us all tonight, winning it 4-0 over San Francisco. Goals from Moore, two from Flake, and Cam Tucker finishing it off. Four-zip is your final. Thanks to all the folks back at BYU Radio, Nathan Israelson, our control board operator, our con- coordinating producer, Terry South, our engineer, Sean Fay, uh, Sean O'Neill with traffic, our GM is Don Shaline, and our intern in studio tonight was... 
intern Aaron Fitzner, my Canadian compatriot. So uh, thanks to all the folks at BYU Radio. Thanks to Ave and Jen and Liv. My name is Greg Grubel. Thank you for tuning in once again. Final score, BYU 4, USF 0. In the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Women's Soccer on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night. So long from Provo, Utah. You have been listening to live coverage of BYU Women's Soccer on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's match has been brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward, Sagicore Life Insurance Company, wise financial thinking for life, Smith's, low prices, market fresh at Smith's, Wilner and O'Reilly, immigration solutions in Utah and abroad at wilneroreilly.com, and by Zions Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. BYU Women's Soccer is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Matt Richardson, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and General Manager of Corporate Sponsorships, Casey Stoffer. BYU Women's Soccer is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.